Good morning. Um, welcome to the Continental Breakfast. <laughs> it's myself and Johnny recording this for you at 10 to 11 on Monday the 28th of June. Just after the wildest day, Johnny, of international football, maybe? Yes, bonjuro, mental. Absolutely <laughs> crazy. Like, um, Many goals did we have? Many goals in today. What was it? Uh, let me see, six, uh, eight, 14 goals in two games. Oh, quick and, math. And penalty shootouts. <laughs> what the, so, <clears throat> for those of you that, that maybe missed it, maybe fell asleep and didn't see what happened, France are out of the Euros. Switzerland just put them out on penalties. Uh, Spain tried their best to get uh, chinned out by Croatia earlier and then cantered on and won the game in extra time 5-3. France and Switzerland, sorry, finished 3 all after 90 minutes. Uh, a wild, wild day of European uh, Euro 2020, Johnny, that myself and yourself are going to try and get into here. Pardon me. We'll start now with what's just happened and what we've just witnessed. Wow. Switzerland are knocked the world champions out, Johnny. Yes, and they were, what, four minutes from going out themselves there? Um <laughs> Oh my, it's just mental, like, I don't know, it's so weird, like, I'm still watching them on the TV here, just, and they have a right to be going nuts right now. I, I said you earlier, me and you are having a bit of a discussion about it earlier on in the group chat about Spain, uh, running onto the pitch and going wild, but that's, that's some result for Switzerland. I don't think anyone gave them a chance, bar apparently a very handsome man that's on this podcast, but I don't really know any handsome men that are on this podcast, so, um. That's very true. Yeah, so. I mean, that's, that's, that's crazy. Like, I would not have predicted that. Like, I thought France would easily get to the semi-finals, at least. Um, but it's like Brenton said, Brenton said it, um, Mbappe's had a poor tournament, and he was very poor. Especially tonight, I thought he was anonymous, and his penalty was shite. And, to be honest, when he stepped up to take it, I kind of thought his run-up was very short, and thought, hmm, doesn't look confident. And it proved to be it, you know, and, you know, all the talent France had there, like, you've seen the people they brought off the bench, you know, even, like, Giroud and Soko, and I thought um, Coleman came off the bench there at half-time, and he played really well. I thought he actually kind of turned around for us. But crazy now, I think it just, it really opens up the tournament for anybody to go on with it now. Yeah, it, that's one thing it does do, and everyone's been saying how the other side of the draw had opened up because... Um, England and Germany were seen as the only two big teams left in it, and that side in Holland, Netherlands obviously beat last night. People were saying, "Oh, this side's really opened up." Now France have gone. Like the tournament is up for grabs. Every team left in this tournament is in this race. Every oh, team sorry. is in this race. Czech Republic, Switzerland, Spain, uh, Denmark, um, Italy, and then the two teams come through tomorrow. They're all in this. They're all have a chance of winning this night. It is, it is absolutely opened this up. And I thought tonight, I want your your opinion on this because obviously you're an Arsenal fan. That Granite Jacket performance was superb. Yeah, to to be fair, Granite Jacket that's really been him um, since the turn of the new year. He has been very good, especially for Arsenal. But uh, going kind of off the Euros, I still think he should go from Arsenal anyway. But Tonight, yes, he was absolutely superb. He he done something tonight that he hasn't done for a lot of his career at Arsenal. Is he looked up and played the ball forward in the dangerous areas, and I mean his passing was top quality. Like I think it was um, was it Ali McCoyst maybe or the other commentators said he was basically like a quarterback for Switzerland. He just picked up the ball and mm. ping. And yeah. I mean, 
we just haven't seen enough of that at Arsenal from Jack, unfortunately. But um, yeah, superb. And I thought really Switzerland overall were the better team on the day. They were they were brilliant. Um, I think it's crazy how they conceded three goals, but I think some of them goals from France were just oh, individual <laughs> brilliance. Pardon me. We haven't even got to talk about the goals yet in this game. Like, <laughs> and before we move on from Jacka, I absolutely loved Jacka and Pogba's battle tonight. I thought it was unbelievable. I mean, feel it was class. They were at each other all night. There was constant little digs being fired in. Jack pretended that he was hurt when he minced Pogba <laughs> after going on a yellow, and then Pogba emptied him about ten minutes later. It yeah. was given off to the referee about it. They were at each other all game. And I don't know if you noticed this, but there was a a little bit where Switzerland ended up winning the throw-in from it. But Pogba actually, in, just in the corner of the shot, falls down. And then when they're showing the replay of, because of an action, or a chance came from it, Jacques actually pushed him over. Jacques actually <laughs> pushed him to the ground and ran past him. <laughs> they, were, they were at each other all night. And um, it was brilliant. But Johnny, talk to us about the goals. Which one was your favourite? Oh, I think the Benzema goal was just, if he meant that touch, I mean... He did. Oh, I mean, jeez, unbelievable. Like, I, I, but you know what, there was just something about Paul Pogba's goal as well. You know, I just love a long-range goal that just curls into the top bag, you know. I just thought it was great. And he just stood there at the end, and I was like, you know what, you got to respect that. Like, if I scored a goal that got I do the exact same thing, I'm like... I am the dog's dick. Yes, I am. And I just scored a great goal. And I mean, it was a great goal. And I think, really, we all thought that's game over. And yeah. Switzerland were going out. But fair play to them. They came back. And to be quite honest, they probably could have won the game in 18 minutes. And unfortunately for France, they also thought that was over uh, <laughs> when they went 3-1 up. Um, Deschamps' subs, I thought, were weird. Like I think he made too many changes to attack. You know, he t- I, I, maybe Benzema was injured, maybe Griezmann was injured, but he, he took them both off, mm-hmm. and I thought he maybe unsettled things. I know Coleman was good when he came on, but I don't know. I, I think I think the champ got that really wrong tonight, and I, um, good luck to him with the French public after that. But oh, I thought he did. He did whereas um, Switzerland's manager, his name's gone out of my head, he was excellent. His his subs all made a huge difference, mm-hmm. uh, and Seferovic as well up front, like in the air. Against Varane and Longley and Kimpembe was just a colossal. Yeah, he was brilliant. Um, who did who did Sissoko come on for? Was that Griezmann? Uh, I think so. Yes, I think it was. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was a strange shot. To be quite honest, at the time, I was thinking, why is he taking him off? You know, um, or bringing him on? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I thought when France France were definitely a different team in the second half, no doubt. Um, they came out and they were far better. And then Deschamps started making a lot of changes. Now I understand Benzema was injured, but I think you're right. I think he did make too many changes. Maybe disrupted the flow. You know, France did start to find their rhythm and then he started making the changes. And you could see that it's not that they weren't kind of in the game, but they definitely weren't as good as, as the start of the second half. Um, and uh, like you said, the battle team Pogba and Jacko was great. And I thought they were probably the two best players on the pitch tonight. And... There are two players that, in particular, get a lot of criticism, especially on this podcast, I suppose, from from myself and, and Steve, you know, and other Man United and Arsenal fans, of course, criticise them two players, but they were definitely the standout for me the night on the pitch, I thought. Yeah, um, and there were some excellent performances, but I thought some of the touches from Griezmann, too, in the second half, 
Mm. And as I said, Severovich, Vargas, when he came on, was very good uh, for Switzerland. Hemedy as well. I know they conceded three goals, but at times some of Switzerland defending was brilliant too. Like, but wow, that that is really, really. This today has really shook the tournament up. It has woken it from its. Not that it was from a slumber, because I really enjoyed Euro 2020. I'm sure we'll talk yeah. about it on the review part at the at the end of uh, the, the competition, the end of the tournament. I really enjoyed it, but today, like, just took it to turbo level. Like, it just boosted it on. So that was stunning. Um, Do you I, think I still, Mbappe should have stayed on? Just you know, he's a great player, and Mbappe can change the yeah. game. But I just think his form in this tournament has been poor. He hasn't scored, and he didn't really look like scoring. Um, he had some lovely touches for some of the, for some of the goals, and, and I think he's had a few assists. But it's been a weird one for Kylian Mbappe, and I mean, there's a lot of hype on his shoulders, most of it from me, but um, about how good he's going to be in a superstar, and he is. I think still going to be a superstar, but it'd be interesting to see how he is uh, dealt with in the media, especially the French media now over the summer, um, and what goes on. People, are, football is fickle, and people forget how good he was in the World Cup. Um, but he's thinking about his move to Liverpool. That's <laughs> well, really wrong with him. That's that is that is clearly it. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. But. I still can't believe Switzerland have beaten them. Steve was right. For better, Steve, I think he's the first one of us to get something right. Um, oh no, I said the board was a dose, and he is a dose. Um, <laughs> but yeah, excellent, excellent day. It started off, Johnny, at five o'clock with a game that I think everyone thought was going to be the better of the two games because everyone thought France was going to run away with. Mm-hmm. And this game is this this evening. The early kick off, five p.m. between Croatia and Spain, uh, was just chaos from start to finish. Oh, it wasn't. Um, I mean, I really would love a day of football like this all the time. Like all the time, all the time. Holy hell! Like you thought Croatia. Oh my God, I've come back uh, from two goals down. <laughs> They're going to bring it into extra time here, and then Spain just go out and score again, another two goals. You know, um, that was kind of. This is kind of the first game where um, Pedri. Is that how you pronounce his name, correctly? Yeah. That's where, this is probably the game where I've kind of really seen his quality. Like, I've heard a lot about him, but haven't really seen the best of him. But I think today it really showed what the young lad's capable of, and he was he was great. Like, you know, he really was one of the standout performers for Spain. And you know what, they started off very poorly in this competition, but like you said, if they can just outscore teams, I think they have a really good chance to, to probably go on and do something. Um, Ten goals in the last two games, Johnny, and the five <laughs> different goal scores, I think, in both of them. Even Morata scoring goals. Even Morata, and a great goal. A great finish <laughs> too as well. Um, and Oyatabal scoring again for Spain. Uh, also scored at Shamrock Park. We were both there that night for the Spanish under-21s, which was a nice little uh, boost for us. Haven't seen him do that. And Fabian Reyes came on as well. We saw him as well at Shamrock Park. And, um, I guess no under-21s. But Spain, as you said, it is... like A lot of t- a lot of people always say in tournament football, it's, when, it, it's about when you peak. Mm-hmm. And... I don't think anyone still expects maybe Spain to go on and win this, but as we said at the start of the show, this tournament is open. Like, don't like if Denmark win it, we're all gonna be like, well, you know what, they did show they were gonna do this. So, um, yeah. but they have started to kick on, and he does get of a lot of abuse, Morata, and I think some of it has actually borderlined on horrific stuff this week uh, over in Spain. But Emma Hayes on commentary, who who is absolutely superb. ITV need to put Emma Hayes, Clive Tilsley, Ali McCoyce together for this <laughs> tournament. That's it. Everyone else can get binned. No pundits, nothing. Just those three deal with all the games, do the shows, whatever, and move on. But 
I'm Hayes talking about uh, Morales hold up play. It was superb at times today. Superb at times today against mm-hmm. that Croatian defence, I thought. Um, I was so pleased, but when it went to 3 all, I thought, I don't know what you thought, but I thought Croatia were going to win this in the 90 minutes. Because Spain looked beat. <laughs> it did look beat. Uh, I think it was just more shock than anything that Croatia had managed to come back. Uh, I don't know, like, I didn't really expect much from Croatia it's, um, before the game, you know, I thought, I think that they've had a really poor tournament overall. Uh, they really, really surprised me when the game against England, I thought, what's going on here? I thought there would have been more from them. But then, you know, Spain have showed they're, they're very vulnerable at the back as well, and, you know, will concede goals. I think if they play the likes of Italy, who have just been phenomenal from back to front, it'll prove a tougher test for them. But, you know, we'll just have to see what happens. Like, we, we probably would never have predicted that France would be out in the last 16, and, you know, Croatia would be so poor, and, you know, Denmark, how Denmark have came through, what they've had to overcome has been amazing as well. So, I mean, I don't think, I think the team that'll win the Euros will probably be someone we don't expect at all. And, like, I know you're favouring Italy. You know, I, I just don't know. It could be someone wild like Denmark, and that would be great. It'd be great for the tournament, especially after what's happened. And it'd be nice to see, you know, not your usual suspects win it, just somebody different for once. But it's just, it's just, going, it's just the way the tournament is. I think that's why we're enjoying it so much. It's just been absolute chaos. Chaos, like, is probably the word to describe this tournament. It has been nuts. It's like Bane has come into the stadium and just went <laughs> berserk. Do you know what as well, Johnny? I think we all needed this. Yeah. I think we all... I, like, I know, obviously, my club team had a bit of a better season than your club team, but that was a grind last year. Apart from Brenton on the podcast, everyone else hated last season. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And even Brenton's all like, well, I'm glad we got out of the line because that was horrible. And, like, for it to happen the way it's going... And you know what else as well today? The two stadiums. I know Bucharest. Um, I think he, on the eye, Copenhagen is stunning. And I much prefer it as a stadium. Mm-hmm. But both <clears throat> those stadiums were rocking today, tonight. And, and it just sounded unreal to have fans back in. And somebody actually tweeted earlier that it, it, it's not always the teams that make a game. But the stadium definitely helps. And this is why I have been champion for them to remove Wembley. From uh, tournaments because it's it's a stinking stadium. Wembley is a horrendous stadium for atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Really don't like it at all. Like, um, but Bucharest and Copenhagen night were class, and they I think they really really added to it. Like, really added to the occasion. So, look, I love how the the Volkswagen advert um, on Booking dot com and all had the pride colours, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was great. Yeah, I was like, yeah. fuck you guys. <laughs> and and. and uh, Nice of UEFA to actually let it in, but again, they're getting paid for it, so we know why they've done that. But still, it is always nice to see a champion, so more of that, please. But, um, yeah, as I said, I think this tournament, I said, I think on one of the earlier podcasts that maybe international football, I'll get into it more. And I think this is, I felt this is stoked the fires in me more. I was talking to Dad about it. Um, and if he is listening, uh, hopefully he'll get out of the hospital soon, big man, and we'll see you soon. But um, he was saying this has been his favourite tournament for ages, and I would go along with that I, and not just on right on the crest, crest of the night's wave and how mad the night's been I just think I've really really enjoyed it there's been so many storylines come out of it and as you said Johnny if a team out of the unexpected can win this I think that'd be perfect if Denmark or Switzerland or Czech Republic win it again or Sweden come through and win it um, then I think that'd be unbelievable yeah you know the way you like to just throw grenades into the group chat 
This All is what this tournament's it. been. This is what this tournament's been. Yeah. It has been fucking nuts. Every <laughs> it's been <day>. nuts. <laughs> Every day has been a grenade launched in. Um, and we're, we're only doing a short one tonight, folks, because it's, it's, it's after 11 at night, and we're too tired, we men. But um, today's was chaos. We'll touch briefly on tomorrow. Do you think tomorrow can live up to the goods, or do you think we're going to end up getting getting a bit of a snore fest because we've been treated to too much good football today? I mean, this tournament's going to throw up anything. I mean, England usually are a snore fest, um, <laughs> so I'm not holding out for too much. But then again, they're playing the Germans, and those games are always quite fierce, hot, tasty. Who, who's winning it tomorrow, Johnny? Hopefully Germany. I really do hope Germany win it. Sorry to our English friends, but you don't like us. Uh, so <laughs> hopefully hopefully Germany can win. Um, but then again, I really do think it's very, very even this game. You know, England have quality, and I don't think England have really got going whatsoever. Um, but if they play the Kyle Saka, then they definitely have a chance. Um, so hopefully Germany. Uh, so Saka can come home and have a rest and get a contract extension, and Emile Smith-Rowe can get one too, and Aston Villa can fuck off. So, who do you think is going to win tomorrow? Who do I think is going to win tomorrow? I change my mind all the time. Um, but uh, I just I think it's going to get too much for this England side. I think you keep seeing every time. Like last night, Portugal went out. Uh, and all of a sudden, was oh, this is opening up for England. And then today, Croatia were, were beat by, um, by Spain. And people were saying, well... People said Croatia weren't that hot. Look how good they were today. England dealt with them company, didn't concede. Mm-hmm. And I just have a, I, I really don't, I, I don't mind the England players at all. And if Jordan Henderson's playing. I always want him to win every game of football, um, he ever plays in. But I just have a feeling they're going to get caught cold. They're going to get mm-hmm. stung by Germany tomorrow, um, and I think Germany are going to come through and, and come out of this and come through it. So. It is very, very, very evenly matched. The midfield battle is where it's going to be won. I know that's such a cliche and such a boring, pundit thing to say, but it is. If um, Yogi Lowe actually opens his eyeballs and starts uh, Grotzka, now that he's a bit fit, and starts Kimmich, and he can uh, in midfield and they can dictate it with Tony Cruz, I think England can get passed out of it and run out of it. Um, so... Be really interesting to see what happens tomorrow. I'm hoping it's a great game. I really do, but um, sorry, my English cousins and family, but I think I think Germany are going to get one over on these again tomorrow. Um, so that'll be interesting. The final game of the knockout stages is one that uh, everyone seems to be just ignoring it, but it's Sweden against Ukraine, and I like both these teams are looking at this tournament, going, "Well, if Czech Republic can do that, and if Switzerland can do that, then why can't we go on?" And Sweden have been superb in the group stages. So yes. how do you see that going tomorrow, Johnny? I'm going to say Sweden are going to win it just on form. Mm-hmm. But then again, who the hell seen Czech Republic putting the Netherlands out, you know, Switzerland putting France out, you know. It's so unpredictable. I don't think Ukraine have been great in this tournament so far anyway, but... They I, haven't I, lived up to the hype yet, Ukraine. They had a good no. spell to le- level the game against um, uh, the Netherlands. They had a really good spell, but they haven't produced the goods just yet, yet that everyone thinks they're going to do but then again a lot of people were saying this, <laughs> myself and Paddy Renshaw included <laughs> that the Czech Republic haven't really done anything just yet and then they turned it on yesterday uh, and bullied, bullied the Netherlands out of it so yeah be, uh, th- like they're, they're so close to call but 
I think Sweden will come through. I think Sweden are a better side than people are giving them credit for. People are saying, oh, well, that group Spain didn't do that much and that Slovakia weren't that hot. But to come through it in seven points and look quite good and, and Isaacs look really, really good for them in um, this tournament. So also is Forsberg. No idea how Seb Larsson still going. Fair play. Oh, he's a machine. He's like, a machine. He's like the Swedish James Milner on steroids. Um, and he's still doing really well. So I'm actually looking forward to both games tomorrow. I, I, I really, really hope we get more chaos. That leads into an outstanding quarterfinal, so that's what I'm looking forward to. Just to move to before we finish off, Johnny, I think Steve was talking about it earlier on his Twitter, but a lot of people were giving off about the 24 team tournament and this not working on the last 16. I mean, this is the perfect example of why they need to try and keep something like this going. Yeah, I mean, like it gives a lot of companies an opportunity to be in tournaments like this. Like I know people don't like it, and fair enough, you know. For me, yeah, for one. Yeah, like, I, I don't really like a lot of the changes they bring into football, but, like, this one's, you know, it's okay, you know. It gives the likes of Northern Ireland, Republic of Ireland, you know, Wales, Scotland, all these, like, home nations, especially, chances to play in these tournaments, and it makes it more interesting for us, you know, that we have more teams from the UK and Ireland kind of competing in these tournaments, too, and you get teams like North Macedonia and stuff getting into it, which, like, me and Steve talked about um, the, the other night, like, they just kind of went for it, and we're just here, and we're having the crack, and just enjoy themselves, and that's that's great. And kind of like you said at the start of the pod, it's kind of what we've all needed. Just some team to go out there and just entertain us and make us just love football again, because mm. especially myself has really not enjoyed it over the last year and a half, because my mm. team has just played the worst football. But <laughs> it's been it's just been nice a nice change just to see like today, especially just makes you remember why we all love football like it's just it's a great sport and you can like we all say in the group chat about that penalty shootout like we were all feeling the nerves even though we're not i felt sick (laughs) i felt genuine (laughs) it was great wasn't it like it was just wonderful a wonderful feeling to kind of have even though we didn't really support either team yeah and like i never ever agree with anything roy king says or does but he said tonight in itv this is why it's the greatest game on the planet and he's right, like, and I know other sports fans will listen to this and say whatever, but, look, if you're not into football, I feel very sorry for you, because you're missing out in some absolute chaos. Um, and that was just, tonight was just, I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight, because I'm absolutely buzzing off, but tonight was just perfect. Brilliant, brilliant international football. Brilliant tournament. We've all had such a stinking year and a half, 18 months. And then for the game we love and adore, especially for us five that are doing podcasts on it, for it to conjure up, Beautiful, beautiful chaos, I guess. It's just, uh, it's just so good for the soul. Like, I just want to bottle it all up and just inject it constantly into my thighs. But, um, I think that'll do us. We've gone to 23 minutes here, and poor Brenton is waiting for us to finish the pod so we can edit it because he's such a trooper. But, um, folks, thanks for listening. Uh, this is Tuesday morning. You'll be getting this on the Continental Breakfast. Sweden and Ukraine coming up at 8 o'clock. The final game of the last 16. The one before that is quite a big game. England against Germany at 5pm at Wembley. Um, hope you enjoy both games. Hope you enjoy our content um, that we've been producing so far. Still more to come. Um, catch all of our stuff across social media channels on the Football Bubble Pod. Get us on your podcast apps. Just search for the Football Battle Pod. You'll find us there. Thank you, everyone, for joining, everyone for listening and commenting. We really appreciate it. Johnny, can you do the Patreon link for me, please? I can. It's patreon.com forward slash the football bubble. There you go, folks. Chat to you again tomorrow. Embrace the chaos. Enjoy today's games. And good luck. Okay.